Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday, my friends. Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And as we told you exclusively, the last episode of the podcast, Roy Hodgson has agreed a short-term deal to the end of the season to be the new Watford manager. He'll take his first training session today, subject to contract. Former Palace owner, Moni Moni, Simon Jordan, believes it's a great appointment for the level the club find themselves at. I've always maintained, with no disrespect intended, that when you put Roy Hodgson into a club where the expectations are less, he will operate West Bromwich Albion, Fulham, Crystal Palace. When you take him out and you put him into a bigger job where it's much more challenging, Liverpool, Blackburn Rovers once upon a time when they were going great guns. I know there's a few exceptions when he did a decent job at Inter Milan and possibly Grasshoppers of Zurich and the England job. So this is a good fit for him. Yeah. The only thing is he's got to get it right here and now. But here's the thing. He walks into Palace... In 2016, seven games they lost in a row. Everyone said they were done. They were toast. They got nowhere near getting relegated that season. So he turned it on its head really quickly. So he's got the time to do it. And he probably is the perfect fit in terms of media presentation, calmness, stability, work ethic, discipline, expectation and managing those players. So the 71-year-old Claudio Ranieri will be replaced by the 74-year-old Roy Hodgson. One last hurrah for the former England manager. One last attempt to keep a team in the Premier League. Barely any outward emotion at all from Roy Hodgson. But inside, his heart is beating plenty. Danny Murphy. Reliable. Been there, done it. With many clubs, West Brom, Fulham, Palace. He'll get them organised. He's likeable. They'll know what they're doing. They'll have a plan. Um, and it gives them a hell of a chance. You know how personable he is as well. The players will like him and get on board with him straight away. So uh, I think it's a very, very sensible appointment and one that probably, if anyone at Watford was to pick up the phone to me and said, it, you know, would I recommend him? He'd probably be the first name. I'd say go to, go to Roy because you know what you're getting. Watford have just confirmed that Roy Hodgson is their new manager. Can he keep them up? Most people feel that it's three from four down there at the bottom Everton I think people expect them to, to probably get out of it the same goes for Leeds as well when, when they get you know most of their players back I mean it's going to be tough Newcastle are right in it you know Norwich are right in it and then they beat Watford and obviously now that causes a, a chain reaction sack their manager Roy Hodgson they're organised it'll be difficult to beat we know that will they score enough goals that is going to be the biggest problem for Watford on now to West Ham first team coach Stuart Psycho Pierce, comparing Jared Bowen to Mo Salah. <clears throat> this should be fun. 
still think there's a lot more to come from him. I really do. I think he, he's got great energy. He's got an eye for a goal, can finish with both feet. And he just needs... And that's the beauty of Jared is, you know, sometimes you look at players, they, they look the complete article. Yeah. I think with him and, and we've got various players in our ranks that I think have got more to come. I think Declan's got more to come as a player. I think Jared has and, and that can only bode well for them as individuals. No offside against Jared Bowen. He touched it home. He'll claim the goal. He's had a good night. Scored two, hit the bar, hit the post. West Ham are home and hose. The comparisons between him and probably Mo Salah, the way Mo Salah finishes, you know, mm. where he stands a defender up and stops him and yeah, then goes again yeah. or uses a defender. You'll know as a striker, you use a defender to curl the ball round, you know, into that far corner. And I think it's just picking up a few comparisons that can help Jared with his game a little bit, you know, starting a run, stopping it, killing the defender in his tracks, then going again, yeah. you know, little things like that. That's why I think he's still got more to come in his game. Staying on West Ham, here's Piercy saying the Irons are still keen to re-sign Manchester United's Jesse Messi Lingard. Jesse Lingard got a hero's reception when he came on from the West Ham fans for all he did last year for the club. He's just gone and ended West Ham's unbeaten record. There's no doubt that I think out there at this moment in time that Jesse is a commodity that isn't playing for his football club that will be of a benefit to a lot of clubs in the Premier League. That will be my personal opinion. Els is certainly one of them. You know, there's no doubt we, you know, everyone's aware that we tried to get Jesse back again last summer, you know, and, and that will continue probably in this window as well. But that's down to Jesse. Jesse's got six months of his contract left. He'll decide, and Manchester United, more importantly, will decide what his future is for the next six months. I always feel as though it's a real shame when a player of that talent is probably not playing regularly. Absolutely. You know? And especially his contribution. He come and joined us and he had a, a wonderful six months and got himself back in the England yeah, fold as well. Yeah. So it's helped Gareth. Half clear towards the edge of the penalty area and points towards goal for England to take the lead. Jesse Lingard, the man that supplies the finishing touch. I'll be delighted if he goes and plays, wherever he goes and plays. If he turns up at West Ham over the next three or four days, it'll be utopia. If he goes and plays anywhere else in the Premier League, I'll be still pleased to see him back playing right, again. playing first team football. Yeah. Do, you, do you think it's because, look at West Ham where they are in the table, Man United, there's that fourth spot, both fighting for mm. it. Do you think maybe that's why Man uh, United have got reservations yeah. about, because he was brilliant for you, Jesse, and I'd love mm. to see him to go back to West Ham. Yeah. But do you think that's why Man United are thinking, well, we go send him to West Ham? There is that potential, I've got to say. They're, you know, Hopefully they'll see us as one of their competitors, exactly, potentially. Yeah. What you would say is, it might just be one of these. If you've got a player with just six months left on his contract, you just well say thank you very much because come next summer, he's a free agent. He can go where he wants. And mm. it looks as though from the outside, that's what he's angling at doing, you know, running his contract down and leaving on a Bosman next summer to where whatever destination he wants. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of suitors. Now, eight people sadly died and dozens were injured during Cameroon's 2-1 win over Comoros in the African Cup of Nations following a crush at Stade de Lombe. George Addo Jr., Joy Sports editor, who was in the stadium, spoke to Talk Sports' Kwaku Afari about the harrowing incident. As a journalist and the fans within the stadium, were you aware of the crush prior to the match kicking off? The only indication I had was what I saw to my far right, you know, that's behind the goalposts. If you look at the first half, behind the goalposts of Comoros, that's that's where I, that's what I saw. And that was the first indication for me that something was going wrong because of my experience with 
seeing that at the at Euro 2020, all of a sudden, within those little corridors, I saw people rushing into it and the seats were just filling up. And from that point, I knew something was wrong security-wise. I was just hoping that it wouldn't be as bad as we, we realised. What's the Confederation of African Football said in response to this uh, incident? An interesting statement. Uh, the statement just says they are aware. That was last night. The statement just said they are aware of the situation and they're currently doing the investigations to come out with the numbers. Well, we thought that the, the statement was going to have a bit more bites to it, but this is just what they did. They said they were just going to speak to the local organizing committee. We're going to speak to government and they're going to bring out that. So we are waiting for the next statement from CAF on what they have done. In that period, though, we have heard from the Ministry of Health in Cameroon and we have heard from the Ministry of Communication as well in Cameroon, giving us the numbers of the situation. On to boxing. And with the news that Tyson Fury wants Anthony Joshua to step aside so he can fight Ukrainian Alexander Usyk, it's reported that AJ could receive millions so the unification fight can happen. So on my show, Andy Goldstein's Drive Time alongside Darren Ambrose, we spoke to you lot, the listeners, about AJ's dilemma. There's only one person in the whole of boxing around the world in every weight division at the moment who has a legacy. Every other boxer around the world steps aside, avoids other boxers. Um, he's doing it for the money and he's not doing it for the glory. And I don't care who they are. The only one person, ironically, who is not doing it like that is the one who gets paid the most. And that's Canelo Alvarez. Is Anthony Joshua going to step aside? Let me know, because I am sick of looking at these bums, sick of listening to their excuses. The time has run out the bottle. You're all getting a good hiding, cowards. Joshua, if he doesn't fight Usyk, then everything we know about Joshua goes out the window and everything we've begun to learn about him is the facts of the matter. It becomes about money. Joshua is a business and a powerhouse of finances. He takes step-aside money because he gets beat by Usyk and thinks he gets beat and he loses everything. And then he comes back round the back door and gets to fight the winner of Fury, Usyk. Probably gets beat again, but gets paid twice the amount of money. Where's the integrity in that? Hearing people saying AJ accepts 15 million to step aside. I ain't signed no contract. So as it stands... Stop listening to the until it comes from me. I'm the man in control of my destiny. I'm the man that handles my business. I'm a smart individual and I make calculated decisions every step of the way. If I tell you something, then you know it's real. As a person that says, I avenge defeats, I stop at nothing, I'm frightened of no one, I am the best around and I will prove it, you have to go back in the ring with Usyk. You were humiliated. You were schooled. The only reason you didn't get knocked out is because Usyk has had the audacity to turn around and say he eased off. AJ and Fury will never happen. The big fight game back in the day was um, Riddick Bowen and Lennox Lewis. There was mm. both lot of fights like this. If this fight's going to happen, it never did. The rival promoters couldn't agree a purse or agree a deal. And I think Fury and, and AJ is going to be exactly the same thing. I've been saying this for the last three years. That fight will never, ever happen. Over now to the championship and the fallout from the evening's action. Peterborough's chances of avoiding the drop took a blow after letting a 2-0 lead slip at Birmingham with five minutes to go to draw 2 all. Matt, the Birmingham fan. Good evening, Matt. Well, it was diabolical, if, oh. if I'm honest with oh, you. Um, okay. And a bit like a, a Tottenham fan you had on, I think, last week, I um, I left before the end, ten minutes before the end. Oh, I was you've that done that, you? And then I've heard the two goals rattle in on Talk Sport as I've um, as I've sat in my car on the way. But 
Birmingham 2, Peterborough 2. It looks like the home side have completed the comeback. It was Bella with the ball in from the left and Scott Hogan was there from a central position to hit it home. You're a Birmingham City fan. You were 2-0 down at home to, to Peterborough. Peter had led since the 16th minute. They went 2-0 yeah. up on the 67th minute. Gardner scored on the 85th to drag a, back them back into the game. You had left by the 85th minute. I'd left on the 81st, so I just got in my car. I got a good car park spot. Yeah, in a previous episode of the podcast, Ray Parler, or as I like to call him, the Romford Edson Arantes Donatiamento, recorded a tunnel bust-up between Ian Wright and Stevie Bruce. Well, here's Darren Ben looking back at a game where he came up against Danny Shitu, who threatened him before the match. That actually reminds me of a feature I tried to do on the sports bar with Danny Shitu called the Shitu Hits. Can I not do that? I'm legally... I can't say the name of that feature. Okay, anyway, uh, Benty. Well, I remember playing QPR. I was only 17, just come through Ipswich, and we played QPR at Loftus Road. And Danny Shitu, he got me in the tunnel. Big so, lad, wasn't I mean, he? We, walk, we walked out, so you know we line up to walk out to the pitch. He walks past me and he goes, I'm going to break your legs today. <laughs> Honestly. And I remember I'm about, I'm skinny, like, 17-year-old. <laughs> yeah. He's hum- humongous. And I remember him saying, you watch first tackle, you better not come anywhere near me. And he was giving me absolute everything in the tunnel. Now, this is an Ian Holloway QPR team, so oh, do you know what I mean? He winds them up. But i never forget, big Herman O'Riderson was behind me. I've never <laughs> been so thankful that he was there because I was crapping myself. Do you know what I mean? I was like, what's going to happen? First tackle, I was nervous as anything. He comes up behind me, big Herman, starts fighting my corner. We beat him 4-2, but honestly... Did you score? Yeah, I scored one, yeah. Oh, you should Bro, have celebrated in front of the big man. Are you man. crazy? You know, come on. Honestly, I remember the first time he got the ball as well, he miscontrolled it and I, I nicked it off him, ran with it. And I remember him turning around, pointing at me again, you're going to get it, you are, you're going <laughs> to Honestly, I was so scared. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcasts from. Of course, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's drive time today at four o'clock alongside Darren Benton. Of course, there will be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks with Daily Podcast app posts in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a lovely day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.